in this bulletin. Protests in the United States after the death of a black man at the hands of police. The death toll from floods in Auckland rises to three. And in sport, Elena Rabaikina and Irina Sabalenka prepare to face off in tonight's Australian Open women's final. Good afternoon, Claire Slattery with SBS News. Protests have erupted across the United States in response to the brutal police beating and eventual death of 29-year-old black man Tyree Nichols. The demonstrations come after authorities in Memphis released graphic video footage of the violent encounter between Tyree and five black police officers during a traffic stop. Demonstrators have gathered in Memphis, New York's Times Square, Washington DC and Atlanta, Georgia, calling for justice and an end to police brutality. Protester Carla Rees says she's disappointed nothing has changed since the 2020 murder of black man George Floyd at the hands of police. We're going to keep on organising, we're going to keep on fighting. We need to look to the, um, the, the power that millions of people came out in 2020 um, in organised ways, demanding defund the police, demanding that resources be allocated in new ways, and that's what we're going to keep on fighting for. And we are really, really determined to not let um, Terry Nichols' name go in vain and not any other uh, black person's name. Authorities have still not been able to find a potentially dangerous radioactive capsule that fell off the back of a truck in the West Australian outback. It comes as mining giant Rio Tinto has confirmed that the capsule came from one of its mines and it was informed it was missing on January 25. The world's second largest miner says a radioactive materials handler was contracted to package and transport the capsule safely from the Pilbara region to a depot in Perth. Emergency services say the tiny solid capsule, the size of a 10-cent coin, can cause nasty skin burns, radiation sickness and cancer. A radioactive substance health warning has been issued along a 1,400-kilometre stretch of road. Acting Superintendent of the WA Department of Fire and Emergency Services, Daryl Ray, says multiple expert teams are involved in the search. Since yesterday afternoon, we've continued the search on uh, strategic sites along the the route that the vehicle has taken, concentrating on sites close to the high population areas within the metropolitan suburbs. The capsule is still not to be found though. The search involves the use of radiation survey metres to detect the radiation levels which will help us locate the small device. What we're not doing is trying to find a tiny little device uh, by eyesight. The death toll from torrential rains and flash flooding in Auckland, New Zealand has risen to three as authorities continue to search for another person still missing. A state of emergency has been declared in the region after record levels of rainfall pounded the country's largest city on Friday and caused evacuations and shut airports. Prime Minister Chris Hipkins has flown to Auckland to assess the damage as the city begins a clean-up effort in what's being labelled as an unprecedented event. Authorities say there's more rain on the way as residents in the north and western suburbs are warned to prepare to evacuate.
Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has warned immediate action will be taken in response to a deadly shooting at a synagogue in Jerusalem. Seven people were killed by a Palestinian gunman who opened fire during the Sabbath on Friday evening. The attack came a day after nine Palestinians were killed in an Israeli raid on the Janine refugee camp in the West Bank. Mr Netanyahu, who visited the synagogue following the shooting, has not detailed his government's intended response only saying that his cabinet will meet on Saturday to discuss the matter. We are here after a hard attack, one of the hardest attacks in recent years. Our hearts go out to the families of the murdered and of course the injured. We wish for their fast recovery. I want to praise the police officers who came and acted fast, outstandingly bravely and resourcefully. They arrived within minutes. Unfortunately, also minutes are sometimes too late. In sport, and Elena Rabaikina and Irina Sabalenka will go head-to-head in tonight's Australian Open women's final at Rod Laver Arena. 22nd seed Rabaikina is vying for her second Grand Slam in less than a year after winning last year's Wimbledon crown. Her opponent, the fifth-seeded Sabalenka, has finally broken through to her first major final after losing her previous three semi-finals. The pair has lost one set between them during the tournament. After the women's final, Australian wildcard duo Rinki Hijikata and Jason Kubler will take to the court, attempting to take out the men's doubles title. And that's the latest SBS News.